Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sebastian Cosby, right out of Oklahoma City, and today I'm hanging out with Andrew and Charlie from the band Steadfast. What's going on, guys? How's it going? What's up? It is going good, and the HTX, just to clarify, stands for Houston, Texas, correct? Yes, sir. Best place on earth. (laughs) Is there a lot of punk bands in, I guess it's a big city, but when I think punk rock, like especially your style of punk, I think mostly West Coast. And East Coast. So, and and Houston is a big town. So, growing up, was there just like a bunch of punk rock bands that you were raised around or were able to listen to? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Houston's always had a pretty, pretty strong punk rock scene. A lot of, a lot of great bands, uh, punk bands. 30 Foot Fall um, is one of the biggest, bigger, bigger punk rock bands probably to come from Houston. But there's a a big growing scene. Uh, River Phoenix, Phoenix TX. In the pop punk world, we're from here. I mean, there's tons of tons of punk rock in Houston. You know, and and you, and you now you are friends with Andy Pohl, uh, Sell the Heart Records, and guitar player from Tsunami Bomb. And what's it was funny when he was on, he mentioned he used to start naming punk rock bands like <laughs> just like boom, 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 and like as if I knew them. I'm like, man, I don't know that. <laughs> I feel like if you're in the punk scene, like I've never really was, I didn't get into punk till like later on, right? Okay. Uh, so I was more like into hard rock, I guess, when I was in high school. And I, I, I those hard rock bands, but I feel like with punk rock, you could have like a venue of like 30 bands, all like within like a 10 mile radius <laughs> of each other. <laughs> For sure. There's just so many different 
to so many different venues. So when the band formed, the band just formed in 2018, like officially formed in 2018, right? In this yeah, iteration, right. uh, prior years ago, when Jason, our singer, when he was in Austin, um, he was in a band called Black Star Brigade. And he kind of formed a side project with some kind of a super group of, of Austin punk rock, uh, some members of a band called Born to Lose and another band called Riddling Kids. And they got together, recorded some demo tracks, played one show, and then Jason moved back to Houston. And that was where <clears throat> Steadfast stopped in its, in its infancy. And then uh, years later, Jason decided to put it back together. And here we are. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, so I helped Jason a little bit with that decision. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> so, how, so was Jason um, who originated, or was it thought of the band when you guys first formed? Like who formed it? Oh, that's a hundred percent Jason. But Andrew, Andrew can tell this story. But Andrew, uh, when Jason he played some shows with them, shared a practice room with one of their other bands, and then really started a writing Jason's ass about putting a new band together so he could play play together and and Andrew I'll let you uh oh yeah so yeah so like uh, Charlie said so like uh, some towns have these things called Francisco's it's a big old building with rehearsal spaces in it I think there's one here there's one in Chicago there's one in San Francisco yeah anyway so we shared a rehearsal space in this giant you know ant colony ant farm of bands and got to know jason i really liked him man he was he's just a solid dude fucking you know just comes on like you know gangbusters man i just love the guy and he gave me some of his uh you know one of his cds from his current band at the time it was jason bancroft and the wealthy beggars which was kind of a folk punk act and that was it was really big stuff at the time man and it's like but that cd like it just resonated with me i loved it and there was some great great tunes on there and just knowing him and then listening to his music i just i I caught the bug for wanting to work with jason you know i was just like man someday i want to get into a band with that guy and uh so you know and we just kept going and chugging along for a couple of years and then i heard that the band that he was in like he was going to step back from jason bancroft and the wealthy beggars take you know take a break from that and uh like the day they broke up like i messaged him i'm like hey uh so you need to form a band man and uh, uh you know I'll play bass for you, you know, <laughs> if you need one. <laughs> and, he, and he was like, look, man, you know, I got some stuff going on. I'm going to take some time. You know, I appreciate your offer, dude, that I don't know very well. I'll get back with you about that. You know, <laughs> so like a month goes by. Right. Uh-huh. And I'm like, hey, man, <laughs> how's it going? What about that thing we talked about? <laughs> and then like, and then like once a month, <laughs> I would hassle him for a year like a year man oh man, that's hilarious it's like it's it's like the girl you want to date that you keep on <laughs> eventually she's like fine i go on a date with you leave me alone oh dude it's exactly what happens so like a year goes by and i get an email from him like out of the blue he's like hey man sent you some songs and i'm like because you're forming a band and i'm your bass player <laughs> and he's like yeah, man, I didn't think I needed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> that what, did you did you now did you guys click pretty easily as far as writing music together when you first started writing with Jason? Oh, uh, Jason's super easy to work with, man. He's just a powerhouse. Yeah, I, I would say that because I mean I've been in bands, lots of bands over over the years, and this is definitely one of the the easiest bands to write with, and we all get get along so well. 
and I mean, we just have a blast when we're in the same room together. It just gets stupid. Um, to me, we've put out some of my favorite songs that I've ever been a part of. So yeah, the the songwriting just clicks, and and it's been a it's been a pretty awesome awesome experience with these dudes. It's so it's so cool to be in a band. I feel like so many bands, even that have been on my show, like not so many of them. Like there's a shit ton that do this, but I feel like some bands feel like they're forcing themselves to like. I, sometimes I'll compliment a band or say something positive, and I, they all look awkwardly look at each other. Like, <laughs> like should have said that. <laughs> but fuck, I don't know. Yeah, and I mean, our kind of our our philosophy behind this band is. Um, Friends friend, or family, friends first, have fun, put out good music. We're not trying to do these super tours and we're just looking to have fun. If it happens, cool, but we're, we're getting to play music with our best friends and it could be a, a venue that's a dive bar in BFE and there's 10 people there and we're going to have just as much fun as if we're playing in front of 10,000 people. I mean, for us, we get on stage and it's just us fucking off having fun together so uh yeah. having that kind of camaraderie internally makes it a lot of fun oh yeah that's 100 percent true man it's like no pressure it's just like it's i mean there's nerves for me the first like the first five seconds of a song because like like you know like i don't remember the whole song all at once it's like if i hear the first chord then i'm like okay I got it. okay all right i got it <laughs> dude i know i i, I know i know that feeling it's funny you said that you would if there was only ten people there. I I've never been in a good band, uh, but 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 hey, I'm the, still not. <laughs> I was I was in this band one time. They needed like a drummer, so I was a drummer, and then their drummer wanted to come back, so they made me the screamer for the band. I don't know what I'm doing. I just have a bunch of energy, right? So we played a concert. There was like my sister, her boyfriend, and some other dude. That was it. Like the bartender. That was it. Nice. And, and I was like running around on stage screaming. And looking back on it, I was like, I felt like a fucking idiot. <laughs> but but I was having fun looking like an idiot. So absolutely, was, that's all that matters. Oh hell! Have yeah. you guys has a band played outside of Houston? Um, uh, yeah. So you got you guys have played outside of Houston. absolutely. Actually, our first show together um, was outside of Houston. It was at a, a South by Southwest off South by Southwest showcase in Austin. Um, okay. was our first show. And that was after being together for a couple months. And yep. all of a sudden we get that offer. We're like, well, fuck it. We're doing it. Um, but we've done, we've done a lot of shows all over Texas. And then we did a, a turn and burn trip to, to Denver cool. and back. Cool. So we've, we've, yeah. So we get, get yourselves out there and get yourself yeah. known by some other audiences. Absolutely. How far is Austin from Houston? It's like three hour, three hours, yeah, two and a half, three hours. Yeah. Depending right. on who's driving. <laughs> yeah, and depending on the traffic too. Yeah, for sure. Depending on the traffic too. So when you guys came out in 2008, was your first album released also in 2000 or not 2008, 2018? Sorry, I, at least I caught that right. At least I caught that. Did, was, did you guys drop an album also in 2018? No, we actually dropped this record in July of 2020. So perfect our, timing. Our record, yeah, we'd been recording it. Um, leading up to COVID, we were super stoked, sent it off to press, and then 2020 happened, and we released a, a record with no no possibility to support it, and the world was in shambles. So, uh, yeah, we're still supporting uh, our debut record that we just released. Is 
Yeah. So trans transmitters is the music video. Was this song on that album? That's the title yeah. track of the record. Yeah. So that's okay. That, yeah. Okay. So this so what what is this song about? Transmitters is kind of about a, a pirate radio station from Austin. Um, I know that's the that's kind of the focus around that that song. Uh, that's normally Jason's uh, Jason's spiel to talk about the songs because he writes that part of it. But uh, yeah, it's about a pirate radio station, and that's kind of the the imagery and stuff we use in the the music video is a lot of like old old radio towers and and whatnot to kind of give it that vibe, yeah. old vibe. And we also shot that music video during COVID. We uh, basically, uh, yeah, shot a music video without being in a room together. So that was some some uh, video wizardry by a good buddy of ours, Scott, who does has done two. That's his second video he's done for us. That's awesome. So, yeah, that's <laughs> he did a good job, man. Yeah, but that song transmitters. You know, Jason. I think he's drawn on his experience. He worked as a DJ at a, at a pirate radio station in Austin back in the day. Oh, so, okay. okay. Yeah. And to give credit to Jason, he actually, before this episode, he was going to be on and was having some uh, Wi-Fi issues. And I was too. I think mine's fine now, right? Did yeah, you're good now. You're no longer, you no longer look like a robot. So we're good. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you just can, ne- you just can never tell, man. He's like, I've had people on, it's like, you just almost can't even do the show sometimes. And it's just, it's just the, the world we live in. And I wish, I wish I could have a, like a whole studio and have bands in, but. I talk to bands all over the United States. Oh, yeah, so. for sure. And no one's flying to my shitty podcast from, like, <laughs> California. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Maybe one day, but not today. Hell, not today. now that shows are coming through, you can grab them when they're coming through on uh, to Oklahoma. <clears throat> and I do. Well, I don't grab them to come here because the studio isn't set up for that. It's like it's made for one person. Yeah. But when they do come to Oklahoma, if a band does come here and I've had them on my show, uh, I make an effort to go see them play. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, let's play the song Transmitters and the the I know the song came out a while ago. When did the video wind up the making video, it? We video. dropped the video not long ago. It was about 2 months ago. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, let's peep it out right now. Time. 
Thanks. All right. I, I had muted myself for a second. Yeah, I'm gonna get the camera right. That is a great, uh, great song. You could definitely hear some classic punk influence um, in, in that song. I love the guitar solo, by the way. It's so sick. Awesome. So sick. And 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 the, the drums are also cool, and so is the bass and everything. Else. <laughs> everything, everything else is also super cool in that song. <clears throat> are, are you guys influenced by different? Punk bands because punk is has so many different genres included, and it seems like you guys have some multiple kind of genres that form into one unique sound. So, is there would you say that there's different that everyone listens to typically differently than other members of the band? Absolutely, everybody I would say in our band has super diverse taste in music, not even punk. I mean, that's what I for sure Jason and I grew up listen heavily in, in punk rock and hell everybody did but we've got we all have real diverse taste in music um not just punk rock but we definitely all kind of share love with the clash um yep. some of the stuff we've talked about rancid mm-hmm. um some of the street punk some of the oi stuff it's kind of and hell i grew up in one of my my first bands uh was a just straight up early 2000s pop punk band so uh think blink 182 I mean, that's really my where I got my feet wet playing playing in bands was in pop punk. So yeah, we we bring super diverse. I've been in a country band. I've done kind of all of it. So yeah, you're in a country. How the uh, how the country band thing go? It's awesome. Yeah, I I did did a country band for like a couple months. Then I I either quit or got kicked out. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. I was like, I was like eighteen, I think. Nice. So, yeah. I don't, I don't remember. So, what is the band's plan now that tours and shows are coming back up? People are starting to go to concerts again, and you guys are in Texas, where there's like a complete lift, right? Isn't everything open? In yeah, Texas? everything's open, but uh, I mean, people are being cautious still. Some some people are being cautious. Um, we're kind of, as far as our plans, we're going to focus on recording, kind of writing and recording new record right now. Cause you're, we're already seeing these huge waves of these mega tours and like, there's going to be every night of the week, your bigger bands flooding the cities with, uh, mm-hmm. with shows. So we're going to kind of let them pave the way, let those big tours get out of the way and, and kind of just feel out. We kind of want to make sure, wait till everybody's vaccinated and wait till things have opened up a little bit more and just, uh, kind of ease our way back into the getting out there and playing shows. Yeah. And when when we get back into it, you know, we'll be like more purposeful and focused, you know, and we'll probably, you know, make a good effort to, you know, kind of reintroduce this album that we came out with in the middle of a pandemic, you know, and then go and like do some purposeful, like real, like targeted support, you know, for like a little tour for that album kind of thing. So a couple of dedicated runs at least. Have you guys been able to promote the band pretty, pretty good throughout this whole COVID uh, pandemic? It's been strange for sure. Um, I mean, we've done the best we can besides the pandemic. I mean, there's a lot of other stuff that that's happened politically with elections and and other other stuff going on in the country throughout all of this. So um, yeah. we there were times like when our, our record was released that we just felt that we it was better with what was going on to just kind of take a back burner and just let, let the, the what's going on in the country run its course and not just kind of lay low a little bit, but we've, we've done a fair share. We've sold some records and 
we've had released two music videos around it and um we've done the best we can given the given the circumstances and now it seems like things are ramping up we've been doing some podcast circuits and cool. just kind of getting them, getting the word out there. And like you mentioned, our buddy Andy, who has sell the heart records, uh, he's, he's helping us out. He has a, a subscription service, uh, a vinyl subscription. So he's including our record in anybody that's got that subscription. So plug for Andy, go check out sell the heart records and, and subscribe to his vinyl subscription. It's awesome. I'm a friend and also a member of his subscription. So some cool shit he, he sends out. So, yeah, he is a super cool dude. He is super nice guy. Uh, I do. I think it's so awesome that you guys decided to do a vinyl album. I mean, that because everyone's you know digital. I think vinyls. I they're still they're collectibles. Sure, people love them. I, I have vinyls, and you know what's funny is mostly it's punk rock bands coming out with coming out with the. Now there are some metal bands that do it too. Yeah, but I think I think everyone really should. Personal, oh, personal I mean, opinion. Well, vinyl that, that, the vinyl thing's so big now. It's 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 hard to get to press a press vinyl. You get you get in a long queue, and, and the wait times can be really long. And it's becoming real popular in pop music now. Um, side note: I call, I'm a big pop music fan, and I have all of recent Taylor Swift records and, and on vinyl. And I'm waiting for the new Billie Eilish record on vinyl. So it's a, it's definitely not just a punk rock thing or a rock and roll thing anymore. It's, it's back. I think that's the mainstream way aside from digital for, for getting music. Oh yeah. And it's so nice to like own it, you know, like this is my music. I have this physical thing. It's mine. I don't have to pay some service to access my own music. You know, it's like, I'll throw that on the turntable and man, that's, that's cool. You know? Yeah, I think it's funny how you laughed and he said he listens to Taylor Swift. <laughs> I'm only laughing because, like, I I think I'm probably the one in the band that listens to the goofiest, weirdest, like, music that nobody else likes. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> I, like that. Well, I like the fact that he's got some outside interests, man. That's good. Keep going. Yeah, do you guys not hang out that much? Do you not go to his house and go through, <laughs> go through, his, go through his records? Or they, like you come over and he hides them. No one needs to see. <laughs> no one needs to see these. these albums. Oh, no. I am very open with my uh, eclectic vinyl collection for sure. Oh yeah, no, he's got an amazing <laughs> collection. It's pretty awesome. But yeah, no, we get together. Like we just start. Like the high drinks and drinking begins. Like you know, it's <laughs> yeah. It's either we're we're seriously doing something. Music-wise, or, or it's tomfoolery. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think with music, uh, me, I'm, you know, I'm, so I'm 38, and I feel like it's more of a younger person's kind of game to, to stick with, like, I, I'm a, I like this style of music or that style of music. And it also could be because I have a podcast. I don't know, because I, I, um, I I've had lots of different um, artists on my show and to ask them questions to understand and respect how they create their music is, you know, people like Billy Eilish, people like Justin Bieber who writes his own songs. That's, yeah. that's, that's straight talent. Like you can't, you can't really knock on that. It's just correct. The dude's talented, man. Yep. Even yeah. if you don't like it, you got to respect it, you know, for sure. hundred percent. And yep. I think if you respect something, you kind of, you can listen to it and enjoy it just a little bit more. Sure. So, all right. If people wanted to go and buy, your uh your merchandise buy your vinyl uh listen to your music websites what are all those platforms that the band is on 
Easiest way you can get to all of it is from our website, steadfasthtx.com. From there, you've got links to all the streaming services, all the social medias. If you're going to search for us on iTunes or or Spotify, make sure you search, search for Steadfast HTX. Otherwise, you get a whole slew of other steadfasty things. Um, if you want to buy a record, go to Steadfast HTX, go to the store. I will put up a coupon code for anyone that listens to this podcast for $5 Please. off our record. We will go with episode number 144, like we have in the top corner. There you go. That'll be your coupon code. It'll get you $5 off our record if you listen to this podcast. Um, <laughs> we've got merch. We've got shirts, stickers, all that. We've got tons of merch on the on the store. Um, so, yeah, go buy stuff. We would love your money. <laughs> yeah. Is there, anything, <laughs> is there anything that I did not mention that maybe either one of you want to bring to light? about your band and where it stands and maybe where it's heading, maybe future songs. Like, are you guys even writing more songs? Are you just going to wait and just promote this album? We're, no, we're definitely, I, swear, I, actually, I started recording. So our record was all self-recorded. We recorded it at my house. Um, we did everything except for the mastering and the pressing. Um, and during the pandemic, everybody that didn't have a recording studio at their house, which was everybody except for me. (laughs) And Jason started tracking. I think we've got 15 songs that uh, are his parts done. I started tracking drums for whatever we're going to release next last weekend. So I think in the next, next few months, uh, there'll be some new, new stuff come out. We might release another single or another video or something, but we're definitely not slowing down on the writing front and definitely plan to release another album. And by the time we get out to support this one, we may be uh, celebrating the anniversary of this one and, and, and pushing a second record too. So oh, yeah, yeah. awesome. It's, it's, there's no Let slowing me, us down. That's for sure. That's awesome. I don't want, I don't want you to let Charlie get away with glossing over his contributions. And when he says, you know, he has a little recording studio, he has a full on recording studio like that you pay money to go to. And he works with a lot of local bands and records albums for him. His house really does have a real recording studio in it. And, you know, he was just so indispensable in this, in getting that record together and the sound that came out of it. You know, the reports back from the guy who did the mastering was like, it's been mixed so well, man, I didn't have to do a lot. And that was all Charlie. And I want to give him credit for that. It's all right. I did okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool that you that you're able to record other musicians. And just on a personal about your studio, there shout out. What's and what's the name of your studio? Lobot Studios in Houston, Texas. So if you're in a band in Houston, do you record uh, different genres as well? I mean, not not I'm saying as far as like pop and hip hop. Sure, Besides I would. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, anything. People have to find me out. There's not a. It's not an advertised studio. It's basically me reaching out to friends, bands, and and artists that I see, and I kind of do it as a labor of love for for cheap or free or beer. <laughs> <laughs> cheap or free or beer or beer. Well, good. If anyone wants to check out and want to reach out to him, you can go. Uh, the easiest way to get hold of him for me was to go to through the band. Yep. Yep. Right through the band page. And if you want to in, in the in the market to record, you never know. You might be able to get a recording from Charlie himself. There it is. <laughs> That'd be awesome. All right. Did you want to say any last words, uh, Andrew, before we get off? No, let's go. All right. I want to thank everybody for listening to the Loud Spot, www.thelovespot.net. 
We also have merchandise coming out with new merchandise. We're on Facebook, Apple, Spotify, TikTok, LinkedIn for some reason. Twitter, I'm on all the YouTubes, I'm on everything. All right, hey guys, don't go anywhere. Stay right there. Peace out, rock on, and much love. This is the loud spot outro by nothing short of tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Yes. Does nothing short of tragic have his back again? Yes. Does everything that's good really have to end? Yes. Our pin post has to pin show, so to get more episodes, make an order. This is over. Thanks for watching our video. Don't forget to click the like and share button. Don't forget to go to our YouTube and subscribe. If you want to listen to our audio and pick up some cool merch, go to www.theloudspot.net. Peace out, rock on, much love. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.